What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fly Tire Mike podcast. This is your host, Michael Richardson. And on today's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about how to wade in streams with wild trout populations in the winter. Now, this is something that's very, very important that I wanted to discuss. With it being mid-February and the streams in my home state that are stocked are going to start to close. <clears throat> Fishermen and women who may normally only fish those stocked waters will seek out the Class A's and wild trout waters that are open year-round. But I wanted to bring light to the subject of winter waiting because if you don't do it correctly, you can have severe impacts on the population of trout in that stream in the upcoming years. So, to kick this off, the biggest thing is, if at all possible, do not wade in the stream. Okay? These trout can find little pockets that have gravel that they want to spawn that are secluded, and they may not even be that obvious. They're reds. So a red is basically a spawning bed. I'm I'm sure all of us have seen bluegills hiding over top of uh, their nests in the spring. Trout are similar, but they don't really guard them. So if it's in the earlier part of the fall, you know, October, uh, November, those reds can be pretty visible because the gravel has freshly been unearthed, their eggs have been deposited, and gravel has been put on top. So they're a lot easier to see in the fall than they are in the winter. November brings rain, rain can bring some silt coming down through the stream. It can cover up that red and make it a lot less noticeable. So my advice would be to Stay out of the water as best you can. If you have to cross a stream or you have to get in the water, only step on larger rocks because the trout can't spawn on top of a rock. Their eggs won't settle down into the stream bed. Or very muddy uh, areas, you know, just silt because they need that gravel. So why this is important is the eggs are deposited in the fall of the the wild browns and native brookies. They're in the fall. And their eggs hatch and, well, they don't hatch until spring, okay, which it mostly depends on water temperatures. So that's why I don't like to say, oh, you're okay to wade in a stream in April, because that might not be the case depending on the stream that you're on. So after the eggs are laid, they're in the gravel and they're going through their life cycle there. They're, you know, they're fertilized. Then they have gravel put on top of them. And then they're under the rocks 
growing and all of those things like that. They may even hatch within those rocks, but they're not going to come out until the water temperature is... And I don't know the exact uh, temperature, but it, it it's normally in mid to late March or mid to late April, depending on the water temperature of the stream. And, and why they hatch at that time of year is because that's when most of the bugs start to come off. And that's when the most food is available for them to eat. So if, for instance, let's say you don't know about reds and you don't know where the brook trout eggs are or where the wild trout eggs are, and you come tromping up through the stream and you don't understand these things, if you step on those reds or if you unearth the reds and those eggs are are most likely still under there, you potentially have just ruined that whole nest. And that's just with one false move, you can really have some serious damage. So that's why I always try to preach to stay out of the streams in the winter and early spring as best that you can because you don't want to ruin that whole population of wild trout on that stream and like I said it's just a lot of people don't know about reds and they a lot of times you hear things like don't fish over spawning trout which I don't think you should but in all honesty you're doing more damage if if you're lackadaisical about your wading practices than you are if you hook a fish that you really didn't know was spawning at the time. Now I don't I don't really fish in you know October, November because normally I'm hunting. But like I said, anytime from October and, and I would even say until late April or May, when you're fishing on these wild trout streams, do your best not to get in that water. And if you are big rock to big rock cross in, in like shallower uh, bigger rock areas where the stream's really fast things of that nature can really help these streams and I always get nervous around this time of year in my home state of Pennsylvania when those stocked waters close because I, I know there's a lot of people that don't understand these things and that's why I'm trying to bring to light and educate people on these reds and that's R-E-D-D-S reds and then like I said it's just a, a spawning bed now once those fry hatch you're pretty much okay to wade in the stream um now, I'm not saying go tromping through the stream and kicking up gravel. and It's best to try not to disturb that stream bed as best that you can. You know, those fish are there. The streams are beautiful. We need to try to keep them that way. So, that was just a quick uh, little podcast on wading and minding reds now there's a 
an Instagram page, and I, I don't want to, I'm not sure if it's called a, an organization, or, you know, if, if they're officially an organization, but they're, they're, they're called Mind the Red, and they're pretty big advocates on this, and you see a lot of, on social media, people who are brand ambassadors, or some sort of pro staff, or just people that want to get big fish pitchers, and they are catching these fish as they're spawning, or, or, you know, they go to where these bigger brown trout like to spawn, and they fish over those fish, you know, they're yanking them off the red while they're trying to spawn, and just for that pitcher of a big trout, you know, I don't know if they can't catch them any other time of the year, or what the what the deal is with that, but that, that kind of stuff isn't good for our wild trout. Not at all. And and I've seen the, the mine the red group, you know, they're advocates on not fishing over wild trout and um, being careful where you step in the streams because they know the 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 consequences that can happen if people keep doing these things. Yeah, there's no, like I said in my last podcast, there's no stock truck that's going to come in and dump uh, wild trout. They're not wild. They, they can't go in there and artificially make a red in the stream and, you know, bury the eggs. It's just not, not something that can happen. And the fish do it on their own. Now, I'm very fortunate where I live and uh, West Central Pennsylvania in the Allegheny Mountains where pretty much any stream around that is not orange has wild trout in it. But we just need to be very mindful of our waiting in the winter. And I, I hope that this kind of shed the light a little bit for you if you never even heard of a red or if you never understood why a lot of people were trying to push this agenda of minding reds and stay out of the water and and the the keep them wet campaign I mean some people take it to extremes just to poke fun at it and you know they're they're going underwater with the fish but it's a, it's a real issue when people are more focused on getting fish pitchers than keeping the fish safe and healthy so I just wanted to touch on that a little bit and hope that that education can uh, sink in for some of you guys who may not know that and maybe some of you girls that may not know that that are going to be hitting up wild trout water here shortly. So I appreciate everybody tuning in and I apologize that the blog has been kind of inactive and these podcasts aren't coming as regularly, but I'm doing a lot of work behind the scenes with the Livey Legs guys to get ready for this launch of our um, flying uh, fly tying course and material kits and all of those things. I want this to be perfect for you guys who are listening and new tires because I think it's a really great thing that we have going. We're both very excited to launch it. It just some of the materials are taking a little bit to get in and yeah, we're double-checking and highlighting everything just to make sure that this goes very smoothly. So, 
I hope you enjoyed this quick little Tuesday podcast. And good luck if you're out there in tight lines.